if nobody's ever been to a hurricane, like it's going on down there in Louisiana, they, they don't have any idea what it's like. I know that uh, we're only 65 miles from our lake place, and when Charlie went through over there, and we didn't feel any of it over here hardly, and went over there, and it was devastating. And they didn't have no electricity. One of the public stores out there on Highway uh, 27 emptied all of their uh, goods that they had in their freezers and things in the dumpster, and they had people out there trying to get stuff out of the dumpster, and they had to put a guard on the dumpster to keep people out of it because it was burned stuff. And uh, it was just on and on like that, and that went on for weeks. And we think of the hurricane coming through and it going on through and everything being all right. That's not true. It, it, uh, they were without electricity. They'll be without food. They'll be without the necessities of life. Me and my wife took a little old cooker and went over to our lake place after it happened and carried water and food. And, and I cooked them breakfast and dinner on that little old stove, two or three of our neighbors, because they had nothing. I mean, it just blown away. It took one how, uh, uh, pontoon boat on the other end of the lake and lifted it up and carried it to the other end of the lake. And that's, they, they, they clocked 125 mile an hour winds coming across that lake. And you think about that and the devastation it done over there at 125, this is already up to 150. And I can't even imagine what they're going through and so we really need to pray for the people, not just for today, but for the days that come ahead of us. Amen? And I'd like for you to pray for Ron and Shelley because uh, Ron called me and talked to me about it, that uh, they need really to put her mother in the hospital, but they don't want to do that because if they do, they can't even go see her. And I know right now, uh, I've been pastoring all these years, and been able to go in the hospitals and see people, they won't let me in now. And not even to see my grandson. And uh, his wife can't go see him and nothing else. And that's devastating to people. And so we need to pray about these things, if you would, please. If you would, please, tonight, turn to Hebrews chapter 10. Hebrews chapter 10. I want to begin to read, please, in verse 19. Hebrews chapter 10, verse 19. Having therefore, brethren, boldness to enter the holiest by the blood of Jesus by the blood of Jesus, by a new and living way, which he has consecrated for us through the veil, that is to say, his flesh, and having a high priest over the house of God, let us draw near with true heart in fullness, full assurance of faith, having our hearts sprinkled from an evil conscience and our bodies washed with pure water. Let us hold fast the profession of our faith without wavering, for he is faithful that promised. And let us consider one another to provoke unto love and to good works, not forsaking the assembling ourselves together as a manner of some is, but exhorting one another, and so much the more as you see the day approaching. For if we sin willfully after we have received the knowledge of the truth, there remains no more sacrifice for sins, but a certain fearful looking for the 
judgment and pierce the indignation which shall divide the adversaries. He that despised Moses' law died without mercy under two or three witnesses. Of how much sore punishment suppose ye shall he be the worthy who has trodden underfoot the Son of God and has counted the blood of his, the covenant wherewith he was sanctified and the holy thing and had done despite under the spirit of grace. For we know him that has said vengeance belongeth unto me, I will re re recompense, saith the Lord. And again the Lord shall judge his people. It's a fearful thing to fall in the hands of the living God. Pray with me, please. Father, I pray tonight that you'll help us to understand which is the right way in this world to live. Lord, we want to live your way, not our way or some other person's way. But we can't know what to do unless you tell us. And we learn of it. Bless us, we pray tonight now. In Jesus' name, amen. <clears throat> if you would, please. A lot of people today don't know what way they want to go in this life. Proverbs 12, verse 15 says, The way of a fool is right in his own eyes, but he that hearkens unto counsel is wise. Proverbs 13, verse 15. Good understanding gives favor, but the way of the transgressor is hard. Proverbs 14, 12. There is a way which seemeth right unto a man, but the end thereof is the ways of death. Proverbs 15, verse 9. The way of the wicked is abomination unto the Lord, but he loveth him that falleth after righteousness. Turn over to Matthew chapter 7 for a minute. Matthew chapter 7, and I want you to look at verse 13. Verse 13. Enter ye in the straight gate, for wide is the gate, and broad is the way that leadeth to destruction. And many there be which go in thereat, because straight is the gate, and there is a way which leadeth unto life, and few there be that follow it and find it. Beware of false prophets which come to you in sheep's clothing, but inwardly they are raving wolves. You shall know them by their fruits. <coughs> do men gather grapes or thorns or figs or thistles? Even so every good tree bringeth forth good fruit, but a cup tree bringeth forth evil fruit. <clears throat> a good tree cannot bring forth evil fruit, neither can a corrupt tree bring forth good fruit. Every tree that bringeth not forth good fruit is hewn down and cast in the fire. Wherefore, by their fruits you shall know them. Not everyone that saith unto me, Lord, Lord, shall enter into the kingdom of heaven, but he that doeth the will of my Father which is in heaven. Many will say to me in that day, Lord, Lord, have we not prophesied in thy name? And in thy name have cast out devils, and in thy name done many wonderful works. And then will I profess unto them, I never knew you. Depart from me, ye that work iniquity. Now, Matthew chapter 7, verse 13, where I just read, says, Enter you in at the straight gate, for wide is the gate, and broad is the way that leadeth to destruction, and many there be that go in thereat. <coughs> if you talk to a dozen people today, of the world about what are God's ways you'd probably get a dozen different ways yet God's way is very near minded now ever since I started preaching I've been 
accused of being a very narrow-minded preacher and that I thought that my way was the only way. But uh, the only reason I do that is because I preach the Word of God. It's not my way. It's God's way that I'm preaching. Amen? Now, professors, teachers of the world today want to say we need a broader way of thinking. Do your own thing. Go your own way. You believe what you want to believe. I believe what I want to believe. When we die, we'll all go to the same heaven because God is a merciful God and He'll understand. But that's not true. The Bible says God's way is nearer. And the Bible says there's only one way to go to heaven, and that's through the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ. But the Bible also says the way of God's salvation is by grace, by the grace of God. Ephesians 2, 8 and 9. If you have in verse 1, And you as he quickened who were dead in sins and trespasses, or trespasses sins, and so we don't deserve to be saved at all because of our sin. But by the grace of God, for by grace are you saved through faith, that not yourself the gift of God, not a works, lest any man should boast. It's only by God's love and by God's grace that anybody gets saved then. It's not because of your way or my way. The only way to be justified before a holy God is by faith in God. Romans 5 verse 1, Therefore being justified, or just as you never sin, by faith we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. Now, it is only by faith or believing in the shed blood then of the Lord Jesus Christ, our Lord, for the cleansing of our sins, that we can stand before God as though we'd never sinned or be justified. Now, that's God's way. There's no half a dozen ways. That's God's way. The only way to approach the living God is because we have been redeemed by the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ. Acts 20, verse 28. Take heed therefore unto yourselves and to all the flock over the which the Holy Ghost hath made you overseers to feed the church of God which he hath purchased with his own blood. You know, it's hard to look into a lost and dying world and say to them, there's only one way to go to heaven. That's a hard thing to do because people's got their own ideas of what to do. But God says there's only one way. And that's through the Lord Jesus Christ. It's a narrow way. The way of God is assured by God's Word. In 1 John chapter 13, if you'll turn over there for just a minute, I know you know these verses, but listen to them just a minute with me. In 1 John chapter 5 and verse 13, These things are written unto you, believe on the name of the Son of God, that you may know that you have eternal life, and that you may believe on the name of the Son of God. In John chapter 3, verse 36, He that believeth. That's what it's all about. The way I know I'm saved then is because God says so in His Word. The way that I know I am kept or cannot lose my salvation is by the power of God. In 1 Peter chapter 1, verse 5, who are kept by the power of God through faith unto salvation, ready to be revealed in the last time. Now, the only reason I bring this to your attention, or one of the reasons is, this past week I had a friend of mine die. I've been knowing for years. And uh, I remember when he made the profession of faith in Christ Jesus, but then he went astray, and he died. Uh, and yet, 
uh, I was so thankful that the old retired preacher that knew him that led him to Christ preached his funeral. And in preaching his funeral, he said, I can remember when I sat down with this young man and he said with big old tears, and he said his whole body was shaking. And he was a big man. And he said his whole body was shaking and he asked the Lord Jesus Christ to save him. I said, and that preacher made this statement. He said, that's the reason I know he's saved. Not because of the life he's lived. Amen? And we get the idea that we know better. Our way is better. He ought to live a better life. He ought to have been a better person. That's the only way you can know that you go to heaven. No, it's by God's way. The way I know I belong to God is because I am dwelled by the Holy Spirit. 1 Corinthians 6, verse 19 and 20. And the way of life is to be present before the presence of God one of these days. Jude 24 and 25. Now the question always arises then, will you take your own way or will you take God's way? And I want God's way, amen? And it's a straight and narrow way. And forget about what everybody else says. You've got to stick to the Word of God. Somebody said to me, well, this afternoon, uh, do you think somebody, that they're going to take you down off iPod or YouTube because of what you preach this morning? Well, if they do, that's their problem. Amen? I'm going to keep right on preaching, right on doing the best I can because I honestly believe in what I'm preaching. It's God's way. And I believe God will bless it. Amen? We can't compromise with the world. I was telling I was telling Barry a while ago, sitting here talking, uh, that one of the reasons that I believe, and I believe this with all my soul, and, and I, I know I'm going to get myself in trouble by saying it, but uh, have you looked at the Congress lately? Have you, when they show a picture of the Congress, have you looked at how many women is in Congress today? Do you see anything wrong with that? You know what's wrong with it? The Bible says that a woman not to assert authority over men or over anything. Amen? Where's our problems coming from? Pelosi, that crazy woman up there in New York, what's her name? I can't even say her name, much less understand what she's talking about. You got the other four that's behind, they got that bunch there, and they all said, oh, and, and get this. Everybody is following them. It makes me think of Jezebel. Amen? Now, you think about that for just a minute. The only reason I mention that, and I know I'm in trouble already, but I might as well go ahead and throw some more dirt on it, because uh, the, the thing that I know is the problem in this country is that people don't understand there's God's way and then there's man's way. And man thinks he is so much smarter in God's way. You know, I never will forget Dr. Curtis Hudson making this statement in my, I think he was preaching in a sermon. He said, you know, God wants better for you. You see, how do you put it? God wants for you for what you would want for you if you had enough sense to know what you wanted. Amen? And every time I think about that, that's the truth. We sit around and we think about, I know better for my life. I know what I want. But the Bible says that God wants better for you than if you had enough sense to even know what you would want for you. And I don't. 
Amen. I have to admit to God, I don't know what's good for me. And I don't know what I even want. But I want God's way. You know why? Because I always know He's right. No matter what goes on in this world, I know God's ways are right. And the Bible plainly says there in Proverbs, there is a way that seemeth right unto man, but the end of the ways are the ways of death. I want God's ways. And it's a narrow way. It's narrow thinking. And it's not wide open to the world. Everybody come on in. We're all going to heaven together. No, we're not. You know there's more said about a hell in the Bible than there are heaven? It's a narrow way. God made it that way. And we got to go God's way if we're going to go at all. Amen? Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we're so thankful tonight. We're saved by God's grace through faith in the shed blood of the Lord Jesus. And we would invite everybody to come to the narrow way that you've made in the Word of God through the Lord Jesus Christ and Him alone are we going to be right and live the kind of life that you want us to live. Bless us tonight as your people now. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Let's sing something, please. Uh, page 153. Amen.